Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got another mixed session today for our markets, for our major indexes. Uh, we did get a little rally into the close, so we did finish off of the lows of the day, which is always good to see on a day like today. Uh, and I'll cover all of that here in this podcast, but it does have the feel in this market. We said it last week as well, even though we were hitting all-time highs at the end of last week and the beginning of this week, the action has been slow. Narrow ranges uh, really has the feel of, of, the, of a summer trading day here. So really nothing quite out of the ordinary, nothing um, too worrisome on a day like today. Our markets were hitting all-time highs to start off the week this week. Just a day and a half ago, we had three of our major indexes at all-time highs. So there's a lot of fear-mongering going on out there right now. But before you buy into it, just get a little perspective. And I'll get to all of that here on this podcast today. First off, though, earnings season. It might be a summer day, but earnings continue to excite, continue to heat up here, and the beats just keep coming in. We now have just 37, so we're still so early in this earnings season. But after today, after this morning, we've now had 37 S&P 500 companies that have reported Q2 earnings. So far, the results have been stellar. 95% of companies that have reported have topped their earnings per share estimates with an average beat so far of 22.4%. Phenomenal work, as usual, from Earnings Scout on all of this. Um, Of those 37 companies, also 89% of them have topped sales estimates. Again, this is just, we're just warming up here, folks. This is going to be, we've been talking about it for months, really since the since Q1 earnings. We've been saying Q2 earnings were going to be the one to watch, going to be exciting, the year-over-year numbers. And then, of course, you know, these analysts uh, just, it's going to be so much fun to see how wrong they were here once again. They missed huge, huge on Q1 earnings, how big they were going to beat, and they're going to do the same thing here in Q2. And folks, even though this is maybe one of the biggest quarters, the year-over-year numbers make that pretty obvious, given what happened in Q2 of last year. But we still aren't. We see Q3 and Q4 are going to be strong as well. This is not, in our opinion, peak earnings yet at all. But so stay tuned with us here. We'll continue to report on all of these beats we're going to continue to get from Q2 earnings. Now, like I said earlier, despite those earnings beats, our major indexes did get a little bit of a sell-off today. Again, though, earlier this week, S&P, NASDAQ, and the Dow Jones all hit all-time highs. So again, not time to get bearish here. While, yes, our internals have not been great as of late, we certainly need to see that turn around. But when you dig a little deeper into it, you know, you kind of see how this could actually be another bullish factor for us here. While our indexes have remained at all-time highs, the percentage of S&P 500 companies above their 50-day moving average, they peaked earlier this year at 92% 
of S&P 500 companies above their 50-day moving average. That's pretty overbought, really, at that point. Now, we have just 47% of S&P 500 stocks above their 50-day moving average. And again, while we're right here at all-time highs, that sends a little bit of a signal there that the pause that the financial mainstream media, a lot of investors, a lot of people getting bearish out there, the pause that they have been calling for may already be taking place under the surface. We've seen our mega caps really have been what held up our markets so far with the, the obviously a majority of stocks falling below their 50-day moving average. So as the mega caps hit overbought levels. And today we saw the FANG names selling off, all of them. All of them finished lower on the day today. Some of them significantly lower, one to one and a half percent lower. So what we're seeing here could be another one of these mini rotations, like we've seen really for all of 2021 so far. As soon as you know the tech gets loved and gets overbought and everybody says the tech trade is back on, well, then we see that mini rotation back into the value names, to the unloved names. And as soon as everybody starts saying value, 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 growth is dead, then you get that other mini rotation again. So in the smaller names, now that they have fallen back below their 50-day moving average, a lot of them are hitting oversold readings right at the same time that our mega caps are hitting overbought levels. So really, you see kind of the perfect recipe here for the, another one of those mini rotation that continues to hold up our markets at these all-time high levels and takes it to new all-time highs. Uh, so that's what we think that we're seeing here right now. Again, we got to see the internal start to improve to, if, if that thesis is going to, to prove to be true here. Um, but th there's one other factor that has been very interesting, uh, and that is what this move has done to investor sentiment just continues to fall. I mean, again, how many times do we have to say it? Our markets just hit all-time highs on Monday and Tuesday. All-time highs are not a bearish occurrence. But today, the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey fell another 4% this week for bulls. And for the first time in months, there are now more neutral investors in the market than bullish. And the percentage of bears continues to increase as well. But the real surprise, one that we've been following closely, especially lately, has been the fear and greed index, which earlier today got as low as a 29. It broke below 30 at one point earlier in the day. Now it finished right here at a 30. But folks, that is, we are basically right at extreme fear. We're almost there now. A 30 is technically a fear reading on this indicator. It goes from 0 to 100. But we are qu qu quickly getting to extreme fear mode with our market at all-time highs. Another sign, as contrarians here that we are at the VRA, another sign that this is not the top for our market. This is not the type of action you see at market tops. At market tops, you know, we'll be looking at a fear and greed at extreme greed at a 90 and AAII being at over 50%, 60% bulls for weeks on end. That's the euphoria that you see at market tops. And we just don't see it right now. All right. So let's take a look at our markets on the day today. 
we finished with three out of our four major indexes negative. The Dow Jones was able to rally to finish positive on the day, finishing just below or right at its highs of the day today. So not bad at all. So even though it wasn't a big up day, finishing at the highs of the day is still a plus. Up 0.15% on the day today to 34987 And folks, I mean... We've only closed above 35,000 on the Dow one time. And actually, I, I take that back. We closed four points below. It was, it was like a last second read that we closed at 34,996. So we are, I mean, nine points away from an all-time closing high. And the fear and greed is at a 30. Incredible. So that's where we are right now. Nine points away from an all-time high in the Dow. For us, it's not a time to start getting bearish. Looking at our other major indexes on the day-to-day, we were followed there by the S&P 500, which is down just over three-tenths of 1% to 4,360. Next up was the Russell 2000, down just over half a percent to 2,190. And lastly here, the NASDAQ, down seven-tenths of 1% to 14,543. Also on the day, though, the 10-year continues to fall on the second day of hearings here uh, for Jay Powell in front of Congress. Uh, some of it was really pretty humorous to watch yesterday. Um, the, the questions that he gets asked, some are really good. Some of our, of our congressmen and women ask great questions. And other ones, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but it's amazing how little they seem to know. Or maybe they just don't care, really. Um, but the tenure falling another 4.3% today, back to its lowest level since roughly February, right around the range it hit earlier this week at a, a 1.29, so a below a 1.3%. Uh, if you've been tuning in with us here, you know that's no surprise to us. We are getting to oversold levels here. We've come down a long way from the peak that we saw a couple of months ago. So, you know, we might get a little bounce or stabilization around this area. Uh, really not something to be too concerned about on an everyday basis. You know our long-term view here that rates are going to continue heading lower. And over the next few years, we could very likely see negative yielding rates here in the United States. Next up, looking at our internals on the day. Again, as I mentioned earlier, we're getting less than ideal numbers. Uh, but we are in the dog days of summer here. We fully expect to see another mini rotation here that will help our internals as well. But today, declining stocks, beating out advances. Not, not too awful, just under 2 to 1 negative on the day. New 52-week highs to lows. Came in as a cumulative negative. We did get positive numbers slightly, about 2 to 1 on the NYSE. But rough numbers from the NASDAQ taking the cumulative total down with it. And that is just the seventh time for the entire year so far that we've gotten negative readings from new 52-week highs to lows. Unfortunately, about three of those days have happened in just the last two weeks or so. But, so again, not what you want to see, but possibly another sign here that this selling pressure could be approaching a climax. Lastly, volume, not great, not terrible either, but did come back negative for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Looking at our sectors on the day, probably one of our uh, most 
bullish readings from the day. We finished positive with six out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Utilities leading the way could be a little bit to do with rates uh, continuing to head lower. They're the biggest borrowers in the country. Next up after that was consumer staples. Uh, let me let me check this. Approaching an all-time high there as well, about uh, 0.3 points away, so 30 cents on the on the ETF there for consumer staples. Next up were financials, industrials, real estate, and materials. Our laggards on the day were energy, oil getting beat up right now. Next up there was tech. No, no worries here. The semis were down, but the tech sector hit an all-time high yesterday. Uh, next up was consumer discretionary and communication services. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold now up on the day, just under three tenths of one percent to one thousand eight hundred and thirty dollars an ounce. And the miners continue to outperform here. Not huge outperformance, but it's what you want to see from this group. GDX up just under 0.7 percent on the day today. Uh, again, with what we continue to see with inflation, it's really pretty incredible. This group hasn't run a little bit further, uh, but we still love this group here. And another one we love, really, really all of the, the metals here. Silver up half a percent uh, to $26.41 an ounce. Copper, our biggest winner on the day here, now up 1% to $4.31 a pound. And lastly, oil, as I mentioned earlier, getting beat up today, down 2.16% to $71.55 a barrel. Folks, we've come so far, so fast. Our target at the beginning of the year, our 12 to 18th month target, we said, was $100 a barrel. Um, I don't know if anybody thought that we'd be above $70 a barrel before the end of summer. As certainly not many analysts out there said it other than us. I know Evercore actually did have, and their staff, their, their uh, oil and gas side did have a pretty high estimate as well. But we've come a long way. So, you know, take a little breather here, oil. That's fine. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it in the gas prices. <laughs> I, I know, I think we all can agree on that one. And lastly for today here, Bitcoin now down 3.47% to 31597 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.